Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about industry jargon. We're going to be talking about how to make sense of your services and your offers all in a really short little mini episode. Before we get into that, I've got some very exciting news. It is the beginning of the year. And my signature program, the Social Media Management Accelerator, is getting ready to open up for the first cohort of the year. So it's taken me some time to sit down with it and decide if I want to run it again, when I want to run it again, and I finally figured that out. So if you are someone who is looking to up-level your social media management career, start your career as a social media manager, start your social media management business, click the link in the show notes to learn more, join the wait list, come to the open house. It's going to be a good old time. All right. So today's question comes from Chris. Let's go ahead and roll it. Hi, I'm Chris Morris with Eagles Eye Photography and Social Media. I primarily work with small businesses that are under five years old. And in my journey, I usually lean on terms like power hour, audit, engagement rates, and SEO. While these are part of my daily lingo, I'm starting to wonder if they might sound a bit too jargony for clients who really aren't deep into the marketing world. So here's my question. How can I tweak my language to make my services feel more welcoming and less intimidating to potential clients? Is there a sweet spot to be found between professional speak and everyday chat? I'd love to have some tips on making my messaging clearer, but still retaining that essence of expertise so that they will be willing to hire me. Thank you. Have you guys ever heard of the term mirroring? When you like someone or when you're trying to decide or or figure out if somebody else likes you, one of the things that you can look for is mirroring. So maybe you start to adopt slang that your partner uses or you kind of have inside jokes or maybe you start dressing like them. Mirroring is a signal that you are on that person's team, that you are vibing with them. And I think sometimes what new business owners do is they actually kind of put themselves on a pedestal in this attempt to set boundaries, preemptively set boundaries, which is good, but I think it can be taken to a level that comes off as pretentious. It comes off as I am this fancy schmancy business owner who offers these super complex methods and, you know, ways of doing things when your client really just wants a consulting call or a marketing plan, or a website audit, or social media strategy, or whatever it is that you do. So I think this is really important, this question that Chris asks and and is recognizing in their own business, because if you are not speaking the same language, if you are not communicating with those clients, you're going to lose them. So something that you can do, Chris, or any of us can do, is start just by talking to people. I mean, this is the answer to everything. Talk to your ideal clients, talk to your existing clients, and just kind of workshop these ideas with them. If you have existing clients that you're offering these, you know, power hours or services, just pay attention to how they are referring to them. You will figure out if your clients are saying, hey, we're getting on a coaching call or a consulting call or a you know, meeting or whatever, and just pay attention to the things that feel natural to them. Because if they feel natural to them, chances are they're going to feel natural and they're going to make sense to other prospects who are like them. If you don't have clients yet and you're just starting out or you want a bigger sample size, 
just invite people to calls, listen to them, ask them about what they really need. I think sometimes we can hide behind these flowery terms and actually make it a little bit confusing for people. Now, when it comes to terms that are just industry terms, so it's not like a power hour or we're not trying to make ourselves sound more fancy, but when we're talking about ROI or SEO, this is actually something that a YouTube viewer called me out on one time because I get to talking in my podcast and my YouTube videos, and I kind of am operating under this assumption that like most people kind of know what I'm talking about. Most people who are tuning in are in this industry or are also freelancers or have some experience with the things that I'm talking about. And they said, Latasha, I think it was actually when I said ROI or something like that. They said, Latasha, I have no idea what you're saying half the time. Could you put on screen captions, like little call outs, little definitions on screen when you say an acronym? And I was like, oh my gosh, facepalm. Like I feel so bad about that because I never want it to seem like, I don't know, I, I think everybody should know or like you're not smart if you don't know those things. And so sometimes you just have to be told like, you know, you have studied this for a long time. You have run a business for a long time. You have worked in marketing for a long time. Of course, you know what ROI does, but the reason people are coming to you for me, in my case, it was coming to YouTube is because they're looking to learn how to build a business. So they don't know that stuff yet. And in Chris's case, these folks are coming to Chris because they want what, what Chris has to offer. They don't have that yet. They don't know what that is yet. So I do think it is our job as service providers, as consultants to educate and to make sure that we are explaining and not operating under the assumption that people know what these acronyms or terms mean. And we have to tell them why they need to care about it. Why should your client care about search engine optimization? Why should they care about return on investment? You know, if you're putting that into a report, if you're writing that down on something, make sure you give a little, a little definition of it on your report, make sure you talk through it, whatever you need to do to help them understand. And if it's something that is in there, just cause it's fluffy, just cause you think it sounds good. But if you really objectively think, do they actually need to know this? Is this actually relevant? And your answer is no, then just take it out. Thanks for tuning in to today's mini-sode. If you want to ask a question for a future episode, click the link down in the show notes to send that in. And you can also click the other link in the show notes to learn more about SMMA. I'll talk to you on Friday.